missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957 The Rock app. Today is the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 13 crisis, Shaw. Not the mission, but the crisis. Mm, okay. The reason the movie got made. Right. So, fact or bullcrap, Shaw? Oh, boy. <laughs> History. Apollo. <laughs> are you, aren't you? are you glad your kids are all grown up and you don't have to homeschool them yourself? Yeah. You don't be, have to do any of that they'd stuff? They'd be in trouble. Yeah, they'd be in big trouble. So, here we go. Fact or bullcrap? The uh, anniversary of the Apollo 13 disaster. Well, not disaster. Crisis, if you will. Uh, here on the Morning Sickness. Factor Bullcrap, Shaw. Houston, we have a problem, is a misquote. The real quote is, Houston, we've had a problem. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Oh, we tend to get these things wrong. That's probably a fact. Hoo-ah! Okay, we've had a problem here. Kevin Bacon's character, Jack Swigert, said it first, then Mission Control asked him to say it again, and Jim Lovell repeated, Houston, we've had a problem. Okay. So you're, you're right. It is not, Houston, we have a problem. It's, we've had a problem. And we're still having it, actually. It's still an ongoing problem, really. It's not. <laughs> There's nothing but problems. <laughs> still having Nothing but problems. Factor bullcrap, anniversary of the Apollo 13 crisis. Question number two, Shaw. The movie was based on a book written by Jim Lovell. Is that correct? Is that factor bullcrap? Uh, boy, I don't know. Um, I will say fact. Winning, uh... It was originally called Lost Moon, but he changed it to Apollo 13 after Ron Howard bought the rights. The movie started shooting before the book even came out, Shaw. Nice job. Got that one right. Fact or bullcrap? Apollo 13 Crisis Edition. There were less than, uh, they were less than halfway to the moon when the explosion happened. Is that fact or bullcrap? Uh, I will say bullcrap. Oh, sorry. You said bullcrap. They were almost there. It was uh, 240,000 miles to the moon on average, and they were 210,000 miles in when the oxygen tank exploded, Shaw. So you're three for three. Your history uh, is pretty damn good right now, Shaw. Let's see if we can finish perfect. Back to bullcrap, Apollo 13 crisis edition. From liftoff liftoff to (laughs) smash. I'm adding letters and things are messed up. From liftoff to splashdown, the entire mission lasted less than three days. Is that fact or bullcrap? I think, oh, boy. I, I think it was long. It's, I think it was like five days, I think. I'll say bullcrap. The entire mission lasted five days, 22 nice hours, 54 job, minutes, Shaw. and 41 seconds. You're four for four, Shaw. What are we going to do with you? You got one more. You, you got it in you? I don't. I'm probably not. All right. We'll find out here. Here we go. Factor Bullcrap, Apollo 13 Crisis Edition on the Morning Sickness here on 95.7 The Rock. The next mission, to the moon. To the moon. Launched less than a year later. Is that fact or bullcrap? I think that is Bullcrap. Uh, 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 okay, all right, all right, all right. Do you know right, what right. number it was? The next flight? Yeah. Uh, 20. Apollo 14. Come on, man. It was Apollo 13. <laughs> they go in sequential order. <laughs> Apollo 14. Launched 10 months later. Landed on the moon on February 5th of 1971. We also went back three more times after that during Apollo... 15? And then... <laughs> 16. And then... Really good job. Maybe 17. Hey! hey! You got those right! Oh! <laughs> there you go, Sean. And history. <laughs> hey, you got four out of five, man. That's you did really good. I guess I can homeschool my kids then, huh? Well, I don't know if you can, but you can at least teach them a little bit about Apollo 13. 
Congratulations, Thank Shaw. You. Four out of five on the Apollo 13 crisis. That wouldn't be a bad one to add to the list of movies to watch again. That's what go. I was just saying. Well, why not? Watch, watch right. it again. Tom well, Hanks, too. Last week was Rex Manning Day, so I went home and watched Empire Records. I've been binging old episodes of Seinfeld, which, by the way, are great. Mm-hmm. It's always fun to see the guest stars showing up, the people that you forgot were in the episodes. Um, Jerry's father was a different guy in the first couple yeah, of episodes. Mm-hmm. Then they got a new dad. Uh, the pen episode. Yeah, the astronaut pen. The, yeah. It writes upside down. <laughs> in the back, the bar in the back, and she, Elaine, and then on the train when the train gets stopped and she's screaming in her head, move now. Uh, I forgot about the one where he sits next to the drunk guy on the plane and ends up taking care of the dude's dog. <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't, yeah, see, I forgot about that one too. Uh, but there's so many great episodes, and I was just telling Gene, actually, that uh, as I've been binging these episodes of Seinfeld, we're into season three, and you haven't even, George's parents haven't even shown oh, up really? yet. Like, they get mentioned. He talks about sure. them, but you haven't even seen his parents yet. Well, so they became key characters later in the That's what series, I was saying yeah. to Gene, too. Like, that like you didn't even know, yeah. Pivotal characters and played a huge role in the series, but you don't even see them until, I'm assuming, sometime in season three or four. So The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. A lot of people working from home. My wife has been last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. How's that going? Still good? Uh, yeah, I mean, she spent some time in the office last week. I know she's got to go into uh, the office today. I think she has some court today. But, uh, you know, getting adjusted to it, obviously. Those of us that don't work from home on a regular basis, it's been difficult. So uh-huh, here's some for sure. Here's some tips from people who are used to working from home, people who do it on a regular basis. For those of us that are doing it now, well, I know it's the get up and have a schedule and get cleaned up and dressed like you're going to work. No, right? No Isn't shortage that? of that. No yeah. shortage of that. But uh, a new survey asked over three thousand people who work from home already before the crisis hit uh, to give some tips, offer up some tips on what to do. And uh, here are the top eight. Number one: Don't forget to take breaks. Most common piece of advice that these people who work from home have given anybody is to take breaks, right? Yeah, you're nine to five, whatever your hours are, but take a 10 minute break, go to the bathroom, get something to eat, walk around the house, you know, go outside, smoke a butt, whatever it is that you got to do, take those breaks, right? Don't just sit there and focus in for eight hours. Uh, Develop the routine, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Don't just drift through every day without a plan. Get up, get breakfast, coffee, you know. It's been super helpful for my husband is to, like, have that where, like, you're almost like you're leaving the house, right? Right. Like, if you were to get in your car and go, am I Maintain some semblance of normalcy. Uh, Number three, create a home office space. Don't just work on the counter or in the living room or in the kitchen. Like, if you've got a desk, if you've got a special room, if you can, you know, make an office out of a room, then do that. Doesn't necessarily have to be a separate room either, but uh, somewhere where you can focus on the work as opposed to everything else that's going on around you. Uh, number four on their uh, tips of what to do if you're working from home suddenly because of the coronavirus: uh, get up and move around. Don't stay on your computer when you take your breaks. Don't just flip over to the sol- solitaire tab. You know, get up, walk around, go to the bathroom, go to the kitchen, go downstairs, maybe change the laundry over something along those lines. Give your muscles some some room to breathe. Uh, set clear boundaries between work and play. Maybe write these things down, Gene. Don't, uh, you know, don't forget to take some, some spare time for yourself here. Do your best to separate your free time from your work hours. Okay. Uh, specific start and end times, right? So if you are nine to five and at five o'clock, look, work's over. Now it's time for me to do me stuff. Uh, don't watch TV. Don't have it on in the background. See, I find the, the TV, it depends on what it is. Like if I'm watching TV and I'm working at home, it's usually something that I've seen a million times. And it's just on for background noise. 
you know, like I'll throw Kindergarten Cop on or Commando Don't or something. Don't you get distracted by that, No, though? I mean, because I've seen it a million times, so it's just there. And I know if it's a show that I haven't watched and I want to pay attention to it, then I'm I'm taking my focus away from my work. But if I'm working on something at home, then I generally have something on that I've seen a million times that I can just have on. Uh, this one's important if you're working from home. Get dressed. <laughs> Yep. No, I know. That's what I was saying. People who work from home on a regular basis said getting dressed is uh, hard to get in the right mindset if you're always in your pajamas. Uh, and number eight, the fa- the last one on the list of things that people who work from home on a regular basis said for people who are new to working from home, uh, keep in touch with your coworkers, right? So try to teleconference with them, maybe get on the phone, maybe emails, maybe Facebook messages. But, you know, maybe your work is not geared towards doing Zoom meetings and stuff like that. But uh, try to stay in touch with those coworkers if you can while you're working from home. So mm-hmm. there you go. Some tips for working from home for those of us that are new. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. And I guess a threesome is only as good as its weakest participant. The weakest link? Yep. You are the weakest link. A guy Come named on. Michael Charles in South Carolina lives with a woman named Michelle Fleming, and they describe their relationship as roommates with benefits. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Last week, they invited another guy over to hang out and, quote, fulfill a sexual fantasy by having a threesome with them. That's probably the easiest relationship to have a threesome in is the maybe not the roommate part, but the friends with benefits. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're trying to do that and you're in a committed relationship, that's tough. Right, Shaw? So what, how did this go? Right, Shaw, did this you go? tell him, Shaw. It wouldn't yeah. be part of Bad News is with Happy Music <laughs> right. if this went well. As you can imagine, well. things didn't go well. <laughs> right. So the, the uh, guy that's invited over is named Brian, uh, oh. and he had a, quote, inability to perform. All right, so the first couple, the, the guy and the gal that live together, they're okay. Yeah. They're yeah. hitting it off. They're doing the this thing. This guy is not quite. Brian came over with the assumption he would be good to go. Shrinkage Jerry. I right. couldn't. It just, I was in the pool. I couldn't get it to work. So they didn't just go their ways after that. Right. Uh, he and Michael got into an argument. Oh, yeah. And wound up getting into a brawl. Michael was pissed. He's like, look, man, I was, I was expecting... This, some... I got so close to my fantasy. Right, I was thinking this was going to happen. It and spilled into the backyard. Michael hit Brian in the in the head with a stone. Who, in the face. Brian needed 12 stitches. Oh, man. Anyway, even though Brian took the stone to the head, the cops determined he started the fight. What? So he was hit with several charges, including assault and battery and trespassing. Well, that guy just couldn't... Yeah, that was a bad day for him. Brian. Brian did not... Bad day for Brian. Have been the worst day of all time. It could have been. Next Couldn't, day he woke up, he's like, oh, that was the worst day of all time. Yes, couldn't, couldn't, perf- great and couldn't perform. Then he got beat up, and then he also got arrested. Then he got arrested. Take it in. Man, I just came over here to help you out. <laughs> Hell, man. It did not go well. Not what he envisioned. Mm-mm. Bad news, happy music here on the morning sickness on 957 The Rock. That's definitely different than my weekend. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no rocks to the head, no nope. three way offers, none of that. Nope. Nope. None of that. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. More and more Americans are cooking at home for the first time, Shaw. Mm-hmm. For the first time? Well, a lot of people eat out all the time. Oh, okay. You know? So they're cooking at home and uh, suffering injuries, <laughs> ending up in the ER, which they don't need right now. Mm-hmm. But, or uh, like more adventurous cooking, maybe. Yeah, trying to sliced half of her thumb off the other day. What was she cutting? Uh, potatoes. She was peeling potatoes, and it just took a big chunk of her. Uh, she okay? Uh, she's in pain. Have you suffered any injuries while cooking at home recently? Not recently. Okay. Any major ones that you remember from your past? Well, I was sharing the story with her just the other day that w- when she was nursing her sore thumb, I had done something similar many, many years ago. I was cutting something in the kitchen and took a big chunk of my thumb off, and, and 
Mary was able to, you know, wrap it and, mm-hmm. and keep it from, you know, to stop bleeding. And then my dad found out about it. And my dad said, let me see it. So, of course, what's he do? He takes the wrapping right, off it. Blood. blood spurting everywhere again. I'm like, Dad, it was I good su- a minute ago. I suffered a lot of burns in the kitchen when I worked, you know, in, in, in different restaurants and whatnot, but not so much with the cutting. I was always very careful. About My worst knives. burn ever uh, in a restaurant, I was in the walk-in freezer, and I was bring- taking something in there, and I tripped on something, and I, I fell. I put my hand out uh-huh. r- right on the compressor Ooh. of the, you know, that makes the cold. Yeah. Instant. Bur- it was like that scene from uh, oh, uh, yeah. the Raiders of the Lost Ark or something where mm-hmm. the where the metal becomes part of the skin there. Oh, it's awful. Sorry. Well, here are some signs that you're not a good cook. Things that you, uh, you may notice about your... Uh, inability to cook things because you are trying things at home for the first time, uh, as uh, you know a lot of people are. Okay. Top, top signs: you're uh, not a good cook, Shaw. When people uh, poke your Jello salad, it <laughs> pokes back. <laughs> hey man! Some top Quit signs: me. you're not a good cook, Guy Fieri. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh, there's okay. more. Okay. There's more. Just wait. There's okay. more. Guy Fieri features you on his new show, Diners, Drive-ins, and Disasters. And disasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. So shouldn't we say it properly? Like spaghetti, not spaghetti? Spaghetti. I do think there's an app for that, though. Now, if you're tra- well, not now, but when you can return to normal and travel around the country for his diners, yeah, uh, drive-ins and dives. So you can, yeah. yeah, where you're traveling. Oh, there's one right mm-hmm. over there. And you can- they tend to have long lines, as I found out in Nashville. We went to the Delta Diner several times when we were up there in the Iron River area and uh, always had a blast uh, and enjoyed the food there at the Delta Diner. That was featured, I believe, on one of his... Uh, episodes of that. Your meatloaf was once featured on TV yeah. in an episode of The Twilight Zone. <laughs> Imagine, if you will, yes. a world where meatloaf comes back to life. Uh, top signs you're not a good cook here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Your family prays before dinner and they're atheists. <laughs> Dearly beloved. Please help me get through this meal. We're gathered here today to... Get through this meal called life. Uh, the CDC had to issue a warning that your cooking is more mm. dangerous than the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. That's not good, Shaw. You don't mm, want that. Good. Top signs you're not a good cook here on the morning sickness on 95 7 The Rock. When you offer your dog a sample of whatever you're making, he says, Thanks, but I prefer my own poop. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, dude. I'm just rolling something dead. No thanks. And our dogs, they just, I don't know. Do your dogs stare at you the entire time you're trying to eat? Yes. Man, they're just getting, I don't know what their deal is. They're getting worse. I don't know if it's because we're around more. Probably. But they're just getting, I mean, mm. it's just ridiculous. And they, when we well, feed hand them out, they just watch it back and forth. And well, they're... we feed them and then they go and sit on the couch and then they stare at us when we're eating. It's like, <laughs> no. Uh, top signs you're not a good cook here on the morning sickness on 957 The Rock. Your full time job is a cook at Denny's. <laughs> I guess you're still a cook, I guess. But... No, you're mic- you're a microwave. Right. That's what you do. Uh, you once got a bad Yelp review from a cockroach. <laughs> That's not good. Ow. You're clueless about cuts of meat. You think tenderloin is caused by excessive masturbation. No, 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 no. So delicious. Uh, Your cooking straddles the line between sustenance and attempted murder. Oof. Fine line. It is a fine line, Shaw. Top signs, you're not a good cook. A few more here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. If, God forbid, your kids ever get used to prison food, it shouldn't be too hard. (laughs) After they've suffered through whatever you're serving them. Uh, people who ate your meal started a survivor page on Facebook. <laughs> Might be in their new commercial, right? Everybody's got the kazoos running around right. on the campus. Now people are mm. posting about your meals. Uh, you're always excused from bringing anything to a potluck. 
You know what? You don't have to. Which is kind of nice. Less responsibility, but you get to enjoy the potluck, right? You got plenty of food. You don't need to make anything. Top signs, you're not a good cook here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. A couple more. Your motto is, it's not ready until the smoke alarm goes off. (laughs) That's how you know it's done. And uh, last but not least, Shaw, the number one sign that you're not a good cook, even your garbage disposal won't swallow it. Nah, nah, bro, I'm good. Somebody must have burned something after I went to bed last night because I went into the kitchen this morning. I'm like, ugh, I don't, I don't know if somebody burned a pizza or whatever, but it was something was, I'm surprised the smoke alarm didn't go off. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene on the phone with Travis from GECU, the Friendly Credit Union, downtown La Crosse. Now, you guys, lobby is closed, right, Travis? But the drive through and walk-up still open? Absolutely, 7.30 to 5 every day. Yeah, and that's important for people who want to get their banking done. Obviously, if you want to check out the website, GECUWI.com, I highly recommend that. I've been going there daily, making sure my $1,200 from the government hasn't been... Uh, deposited without my knowledge. Right. Now, people can do that online or get in touch with you and you're getting lots of people reaching out about that, Travis? Yeah, it seems to be the most popular question starting this week. Um, so we'll just keep trying to answer it. Hopefully uh, hopefully, most people who have an online banking can just check it there a little quicker. Yeah, I did see late last week they said the checks are being sent out. Uh, obviously, if you have paid into the IRS or had direct deposit through the IRS, then they have your number, right? And they can deposit it directly into your account. Is that the correct uh, information, Travis? Basically, if you if you filed taxes in 2018 or 19 you have, and you use direct deposit, you were the first in line to get your checks. Okay. Um, you should see that over the next two to three weeks. You should see random deposits. I haven't seen any uh, language that says who comes first, if it's alphabetical or numerical. It just seems kind of random, but they, they did say there's an emphasis emphasis on people that did direct deposit. Should follow with people that, that get mailed checks. They said the week of uh, May the 4th. Wow, is when so... They, they, they believe those will come out. And are there tax implica- implications with that? I guess I'm not. I'm unsure of how yeah, that it's works. It's basically like a, they're prepaying you for your taxes next year, right? That kind of thing? Yep. It's, a, it's a, basically what they call refundable tax credit going forward. Uh, it's non-taxable income, so you don't have to worry about it. It's basically a, a f- free money that they're going to get back later. Yeah, that's how the government does it. Here's some money now, but don't you worry. We'll find out a way to get it back now, to you what, a little later I, on. I got a question that I'm personally interested in. What about a kid who just recently turned 18? Well, that, where do they fall? That's one of the weird. That's one of the weirdest things that that language I saw come across was kids that are basically seventeen to twenty five. Kids that are still a dependent of their parent, they won't get anything. Wow! So you don't get the six hundred bucks as a as a child, uh, and you also don't get the twelve hundred bucks as an adult who's in the workforce, right? If you're if your parent if you're basically I really think about college students. If you're a college student that, that your parents still claim you as a dependent, they're not getting a credit for you, and you're not getting a credit yourself. Well, credit and as, as in a stimulus check. Are the numbers correct though? Twelve hundred and six hundred, or are they, those different? Uh, Twelve hundred bucks per adult. So if you're married, it's twenty four hundred, and child is actually five hundred dollars per child, is okay. what I read. Um, and that is a child on seventeen and under in your household um, that can affect the 1200 can go down if you make more than 75,000 a year. Oh, I don't have to worry about that here. <laughs> so what how are they and, and and you said if it's direct deposit because based on taxes you could look for that maybe soon depending and then checks and anything else would be more like middle of May, May end of Mayish. 
Yeah, we, we've seen every, gui- every guidance for paper checks to go out the first part of May. Direct deposits over the next, right now, over the next two to three weeks, you should see it if you did it electronically. Travis, the GECU on the phone with us. Let's talk about that money. Obviously, most people are going to save that or use it to pay bills. Right, um, immediate stuff. What a, what, a, what is something maybe they can do that we haven't uh, thought of um, with some of that money, if not all of it, uh, in regards to... Um, prepping you know, for the future a little bit. Prepping for the future a little bit, Travis. What do you What do you got for suggestions? Uh, personally, suggestions. Save for, if you don't need it, need it. Put it away. Enjoy it. You're You're suffering right now. The, the you know everybody around you suffering. The city, the county, the state, the nation. Put it away for a, for a day where you can enjoy it. If you need it for rent, if you need it for of food, course, if you need it course. for stuff, use it. But if you do not need it, save it for yourself to treat yourself or give it to somebody that in need. Travis, thank you so much for joining us on the phone. People can find out all about the uh, loan programs and all mm-hmm. the stuff you guys can do for Online them financially. Online banking and all that. Yeah. or give me a call. Yes, absolutely. And, I'm, and one word of warning, watch out for fraud with these corona checks. Okay. These stimulus checks. Um, these, uh, as we know, whenever, anytime the government gives back money, and it, they've had this weeks in planning, you know, the IRS will not call you. Uh, IRS will not send you texts. The people will not verify personal information for you to get these checks. So just be careful what you're getting is legit, or if you're being asked for personal information. You usually know that people that call you already have that information, so it might not be the best, wisest idea to give out any personal information over the phone or That's over right. email or over text. Well, once again, Travis, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you again soon over there at GECU. You guys have a great day. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. Are you familiar with the term... Doom metal, Shaw. Doom? I, yep. Is that a music genre? Or? Yeah, it's like a subgenre mm-hmm. of of rock and roll, metal, okay. whatever you want to call it's it. It's really positive and uplifting. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> this is uh, Candlemass, a tune called Solitude, and I, I it's got over two million views on on YouTube. Decker was so excited that you reached out and asked for his expertise <laughs> on this yesterday. I know, I know nothing like, about Brian doom metal. Just called me and wanted to know doom metal, so I gave him this tune called Solitude. It's going to be great. I'm like, okay, Decker, reel it in a little bit. Well, I don't. I, I'm sure I know some artists that are, I guess, classified as doom metal, but right. I just, I don't. I don't care about subgenres all that much, Shaw. So I asked Decker because he is the expert on these kind of yeah. weird little He's subgenres, and this. Uh, this subgenre exists. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, to make people sad or melancholy, I, I don't quite get it. But the reason I brought it up to Decker was because I found a new word that is my favorite. A new word? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you know how we have all these, like, stupid terms that people come up with every year, like ghosting, and the new one is Zoomed or Zoobed or whatever, where you get dumped over Zoom? Yeah. Uh, so we come up with this cute little vernacular, right? This language, this slang that we need to give a cute little nickname to stuff. Well, this is called doom scrolling. And I think from now on, if I say it, I'm going to say it like this. Doom scrolling. Okay. And what it is, is when you're on your Facebook feed or your Instagram or whatever your social media feed is, and you're just scrolling for bad news and you're just constantly seeing all this negativity and they call it doom scrolling. And I love that term. I got to be honest, Shaw, I'm all about it. I might get a tattoo (laughs) of doom scrolling. That is such a cool name, man. That just, what are you doing? Doom scrolling. Doom scrolling, yes. I'm looking for bad news. What have you been up to this past week? Doom scrolling. (laughs) 
It's a new Especially term. when you say it like that. Yeah. yeah, it's a new term that describes sitting around, scrolling through your phone, reading depressing news for hours and hours on Ugh. end. And there's it sounds awful. When it first started, Shaw, I was doing that. I was, and I had to. I told you, I had to stop doing it. Uh-huh. I had to physically put the phone down and stop going on Facebook because uh-huh. I just couldn't stand it. You know, and then you get the idiots who are sharing the, just the dumbest news of all time, and you know, feeding into that fear. And I'm trying to avoid all that, but doom scrolling's a thing, Shaw. Maybe you and I can get together this weekend and do some doom scrolling. We can read about how 5G is causing the coronavirus. Oh, good Lord. Don't even get me started on those idiots. New survey, by the way, asking people what they're doing to stay mentally healthy right now. Uh, You know, obviously. Fireball. Is that on there? Is it fireball on there? Drinking good beers. Drinking some good beers. Uh, Avoiding the doom scrolling is is one thing you could probably do, but... uh, Checking in with your family. 60% of people yeah. say that is the one uh-huh. thing that they're doing that's really helping them stay family and uh, friends, I would on, say, on yeah. a positive note. Yeah. Trying to exercise more. I tell you, man, when it's 60 outside, I'm going to try and, I, uh-huh. you know, I want to be outside. Yeah, the last couple of days it's have like, been rough, though, because yeah. it's cold and I'm Windy like, yesterday. Uh, number three, limiting news consumption, obviously. Yeah, that's, yeah, I know a lot of people that have done that. If you need it, you know where it is. You can go get it. And it's nothing but coronavirus at this point. Uh, making plans for once the pandemic is over. That's number four on the list. I'm of starting to think about that. Me too. Things people are doing uh, mm-hmm. to try and stay positive. And number, I wasn't, but I'm going to. Number five on the list, uh, doing nice things for other people. So helping yeah. your fellow man. Uh-huh. And, uh, that feels good. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. So, good news? I don't dance. I make money moves, Shaw. That's what that's what Cardi B does. That's what she says. I'm so excited for this. Good news of bad music here on The Morning Sickness. We'll do this weekdays at 7.15 to try and counteract all the bad news that's out there, Shaw. Do our best. Some of the good news stories today. Make-A-Wish Kid in New Jersey couldn't go to Disney World. What do you do when you can't go to Disney World? You do the same thing we're doing. You rely on your neighbors and friends to come through in the clutch. Dress up as Disney, Disney characters and do a little drive-by. That nice. happened to my friends here in town. Yeah, people in her community organized a parade, showed up at her house dressed as Disney characters and made it very special for this uh, young gal uh. who couldn't go to Disney World. How cool is that? Yes. Super duper cool. There are two doctors, apparently, that are uh, supposed to be getting married. And, uh, of course, these things happen, Shaw. Weddings get canceled. Uh huh. While they decided to just get married anyways at work. I promise to do the dishes, take out the bathroom, walk back and make a swiffery, as long as you make dinner and clean the bathroom. I promise to do all the parenting when the kids are out of line. And actually, knowing what you would probably do to them, I insist on it. <laughs> and I promise to always be up for anything, even an impromptu wedding ceremony at 3 p.m. So these two doctors at Duke University Hospital had to cancel their wedding. They got married at work instead, live-streamed it on Zoom. Bride's co-workers even made her a bouquet and veil out of tissue paper, Shaw. Nice. Came together for her. Uh, there is, there is a uh, special ed teacher. This is super cool. So the stimulus checks are coming, right? Uh-huh. And the special ed teacher in Texas is going to use most of his stimulus check to make masks for his students. Oh. I work with students that are severely disabled and medically fragile. If it was up to me, I would dress up in a hazmat suit and go to every single house and work with them. I wanted to make the masks uh, for my kids, and so I wanted to give them something that they'd be able to wear so that if they do want to take them outside, they'll still be protected. I basically just woke up today and looked at my phone and there was a notification that I got my deposit. Mostly it's going to go towards making these masks. That's pretty cool. Way cool. Pretty cool. Special ed teacher there in Texas looking out for his students. There's also dozens of hospital workers in Texas who are trending online now. They formed a virtual choir, Shaw. 
and uh, sang the song Count on Me by Bruno Mars. You can count on me. the video there's dozens of them there on the video stream and they're all singing along That's to awesome. the Bruno Mars song count on me remember the guy yesterday or Monday that was walking for charity in uh, England the World War II yeah, vet? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah on his balcony or whatever yeah so no on in his yard oh, so he, in his yard okay so his wife died and he's old and he broke his hip so he moved in with his daughters a few years ago and uh as he is recovering from his hip surgery he's got to walk with a walker to try and rehab his hip and he's 99 years old and he turns 100 at the end of April so he's got a couple more weeks and he turns 100 and his plan was to walk a hundred times back and forth in his backyard, which uh-huh. would be about the uh, equivalent of two and a half kilometers. I don't know how that works pretty out. pretty good for an old man. I don't know how that works out for miles, but uh, he wanted to thank the NHS, which is the National Health Service uh-huh. there in England. And of course, just like hospitals here in America, they're under a lot of stress with the uh, coronavirus. So he wanted to raise money to help them because he got such good care. And we found out about him the other day, and we found out that his initial uh, interest was to raise $1,000. Five million dollars, Shaw. Five million? What? Let that sink in for a second. Holy cow. Wait, what? This 99-year-old dude with a walker in his backyard goes viral, wanted to raise a thousand bucks. His his cause, it's over five million dollars right now. It is. I wrote an article. It's going to be on our website here Five shortly. Five million just dollars? Days? And we're talking, you got to convert the numbers to whatever they're, the euros or whatever they use yeah, over there. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, almost $5 million raised by this 99-year-old guy just for walking back and forth in his yard right now during the coronavirus pandemic. How cool is that? Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable. That's, yeah. That happened fast. The uh, story will be on our website and on our app here shortly. Uh, and one last tidbit, Shaw, in, in good news with bad music. This guy... The boss. They don't yeah. call him the boss for for no reason, Shaw. He's the boss for a reason. He's going to headline Jersey for Jersey. That'll be on Wednesday, next Wednesday, uh, on ABC. It's going to raise money for those impacted by the coronavirus in his home state of New Jersey. Some of the other uh, buddies he called up from Jersey says, hey, it's the boss. Would you mind? Yeah. Oh, sure, boss. I'd love to. Uh, of course, Bon Jovi. Right. Tony Bennett. Charlie Puth, Whoopi Goldberg, Chelsea Handler, John Stewart, Saquon Barkley, and Danny DeVito. All a bunch of Jersey uh, natives mm-hmm. who are going to be helping out the boss next Wednesday on ABC. The Jersey for Jersey huh. uh, concert on ABC next Wednesday to raise money for people in New Jersey. So how cool is that? The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. It's a reality many Americans are facing, having both parents working from home. While so much time together could cause added friction, Meg Jellen of Gunderson Health System says you should see it as an opportunity. Maybe an opportunity to connect with your partner. Nooner! Um, take a look at one of those lists, find some mutual interest. And she says it may be a good time to have those deeper conversations. That you're just too busy to have. Uh, really deep I'm not, deep deep conversation. I'm not taking shot. that advice. I'm sorry. I know oh she's an expert God. in her field. but uh, We, uh, we Dude, talked to her last week. Deep. Conversations. And, yeah, we talked to her last week, and and that came up, and I said, eh, not yeah. really. I mean, I get, I get, but no. Mm-mm. 
Yeah. Deep enough. Everything's Nooners. deep enough. Oh, you're right. here, and I, it's 11, and I'm home, and I'm horny. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> deep I don't have to deep conversations. I don't have to Sean. wait till 6 o'clock and then hear about your miserable day before I can finally get some. You I can gotta... hear about the miserable day at 10 in the morning, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear about it. Trust me. Well, I go to sleep in the basement. <laughs> Just stay down there, Shaw. Hunker down. Whatever works for you. I'm sorry your day was terrible. I just got up from my nap. <laughs> I do have to say the jump around's been nice on Saturdays yeah. with my bloody Marion hand. I'm gonna do the uh, I'm gonna do the dress up and take the trash out today. You are that? you? Yes. What are you gonna dress as? I'm, I'm not telling you. It's gonna be a secret. Shaw, you, you dress your... up and take the trash out. Yeah. So people aren't dressing up. They're wearing pajamas and and okay. sweatpants all day long because right. we're on lockdown right. here and. Why dress up? We have nowhere to go. Uh, so what people are doing is they're filming themselves getting dressed up and doing mundane tasks, <laughs> like taking out the trash. Right. And tonight is our trash night. So I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to get. Uh, is it all, the bacon suit? I'm going to get all gussied up, Shaw. Nice. And I'm going suit. to. Uh, Just for your neighbor's benefit then? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got I got some other things in the works, Shaw. We've got, I've been, I've been, you know me, I got my finger on the pulse. Huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Who just laughed? Was that you, Shaw? No, uh-uh. I just turned my throat. Did you just guffaw at no, me? Just not <laughs> you guffawed at me. Yes, <laughs> did. What well, you know? I know stuff, right? Yes, I'm on yes, the internet like 13 hours a day. Is it a blow up T Rex thing? No, is that I'm not one of those. I'm, those are those are played out. Don't get me wrong. I know people like them, but man, that is so overdone. You know me. I like to go a little more obscure. I told you I ran into a shark the other day, like a blow up shark. Right, we're walking down the street, middle of the yeah, street, and I saw a video of uh, somebody. On the north side by that, uh, uh, what's that uh, fashion place there on the corner across from the Piggly Wiggly? What is it, Marge's Fashions or whatever it is? Okay, what was there? They, I saw somebody drive by and there was like an It the Clown and a Michael Myers. Oh my God. Really? Yeah, people decked out just trying oh. to, middle of the day too, broad daylight. What are you What are you going to dress up as? I'm not going to tell you. I told you, you have to wait for the video reveal. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take the trash out. I'm going to get all gussied up. It's the bacon nice. suit, isn't it? I don't know what I'm going to do. I got a lot of options. I got a lot of options, you know? So there's that. Shaw, you could have a deep conversation with Mary, or you could get gussied up and take out your trash. Yeah, I think Which that one sounds you better. I'm taking out the trash. <laughs> or you could have a nooner. It's true. Nooner, Shaw. And then you could do some day drinking. She's an essential worker, though. She's not home, she, is no, she? she's working. Yeah, yeah, she's at work. She doesn't have to be around to have a nooner. <laughs> right, Shaw? Boost that immune system, buddy. Uh, right? Sure. Why not? It's too cold to be outside right now. Yeah, it's not. It's but this weekend, Saturday's sixty. Mm-hmm. Is that you could, it? You could yeah. be like you could be 61. like uh, my buddy Adam Palm. Make yourself a blanket fort in your house. That'd be funny. Mary comes home and you're just hiding, <laughs> hiding out a blanket fort. Hey, honey, what are you doing I'm in there? In here. I just felt like making a blanket fort. Ryan, come on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Good news with bad music, Shaw, here on the Morning Sickness weekdays at 7.15, hooking you up with some good news to hopefully brighten your day. I love this. Yeah, me too. Here's some good news. Sunny okay. and 45 today. That's good news. 64 on Saturday. How That's about that? better news. Some guy walked into a donut shop in Ohio, paid $1,000 for one single donut. Donuts Aww. bought 50, 60 cents, right, Shaw, for a donut, paid 1000 sure. bucks for it just to help out. The owner said, this guy's a regular, been going there for over 50 years. And he's got a thousand bucks to spend on one donut, so he did what like he could and helped out the people at the donut shop. That's pretty cool. Utility worker down in Florida. This guy apparently has got some pipes on him, Shaw, okay. and he was installing a gas line near a senior living center in Florida, which must be, uh, you know, mm. a really tough place to be at right now if you're having your 94th birthday, like this lady was, while he 
started singing happy birthday to her when he found out, and it's going viral. Happy birthday to Happy birthday to you. That sings better than me, Sean. Uh, yeah. lit up as if her soul knew his soul. Anytime I can use the grace of God to make somebody happy, that's what we're going to do. He has a voice <laughs> like an angel. Love that guy. That's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Hashtag Florida man. Uh, hospital, New York City. This is pretty cool. You've probably seen some of these videos. You know, when you have a baby, they ring the bell, right? And you get the, uh, they play the song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you beat cancer, you ring the bell. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, yeah. you know, after your last chemo treatment. Well, now when people are recovering from COVID-19, they play Don't Stop Believing." patients out of the hospital and they're cranking up the journey with Don't Stop Believing. Nice send off. New York City, which of course has been struck very hard by the coronavirus. Uh, There's a guy, some idiot in uh, San Antonio who stole a nurse's motorcycle and wrecked it because there's no shortage of criminals out there during uh, an opportunistic time. Wow, somebody found out about it and gave her a brand new motorcycle that's nicer than the one that she bought. The first major item I bought with my own money. It was like the first project that I did with my my stepdad and like it took a long time. So surprised I didn't even like know what to do. I just went inside the house and I was like, my bike's gone. My hope is that I can find it, that somebody's like, hey, I've seen that, come pick it up and I can just come running with my keys and drive it off. Doesn't have to anymore though. She got a brand new motorcycle from a dealership down there. A motorcycle shop found out, gave her a new bike. How cool is that? Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, the first emergency ventilators made by General Motors are ready to be shipped out. They're send, uh, send 600 of them to hospitals by the end of the month and another 30,000 by the end of August, Shaw. We've heard about this. A lot of businesses changing what they, they sure. produce to uh, make ventilators and GM uh, starting to send those out. Also, Toys for Tots, usually right around Christmas. Not this year, Shaws. Everybody's struggling right now. They're sending out 2 million different toys all across the country to underprivileged children. Hasbro, Lego, Disney, Build-A-Bear, all helping out with donations. Well, Marine Toys for Tots Foundation is known as a Christmas time charity. We don't want to wait until next holiday season <laughs> to lessen the fear and anxiety of our children. So we are partnering with Good360 to provide 2 million toys, books, and games to less fortunate children across our nation. How cool is that? That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Christmas comes early. Good news with bad music here on The Morning Sickness. Couple more bits and pieces. We found out about this the other day, Shaw, the All In Challenge. Have you seen this? No. This is going to be huge, this All In Challenge. So what's going on is celebrities are offering up unique and interesting things, sporting uh, events. You get tickets to, like, the Super Bowl and World Series. Uh, You get, like, one-of-a-kind experiences with different celebrities. And they're starting to really pour into this bucket. And you uh, can bid on it, allinchallenge.org, I think is the website. But some of the celebrities uh, yesterday that offered up some goods and services, Ellen was one of them. Here's what I'm offering. Uh, Someone who donates at least $25 will get the chance to be my co-host for a show. You'll spend the day at the studio learn how we produce it. You'll get to be next to me when I do the monologue, help me interview some amazing A-list celebrities, and finally, Andy will drive you home. (laughs) (laughs) She was not the only one, though. Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro teamed up for a movie that they're working on. Lorreen Jobs and I helped create America's Food Fund to make sure that every family in need gets access to a meal at this very critical time. Our most vulnerable communities need our support now more than ever. And that's why we're asking you to help us go all in. 
Bob and I are going to be starring in a film Bob. called Killers of the Flower Moon. If you ever wondered what it was like to be able to work with the great Martin Scorsese, this is your chance. What? We want to offer you a walk-on role. You'll spend the day on the set with the three of us. And, of course, you'll attend the premiere. So please go to allinchallenge.com and donate whatever you can. Dude, a walk-on role in their new movie directed by Martin Scorsese, and then you get to go to the premiere? How cool is that? Mm-hmm. Not the only uh, celebrity offering up something cool. This was the, this would be the one I'd want. Matthew McConaughey, go to a, a, a University of Texas football game with him. Even starts it out with his character from Wolf of Wall Street. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love this scene. It was your idea, Leo, to put that in the film. Thank you very much. So yes, <laughs> Mr. DiCaprio, I do accept your challenge. McConaughey is all in, and I'm offering you folks out there a game day package like no other. As many of you probably know, I graduated the University of Texas at Austin, home of the Texas Longhorns. I'm the Minister of Culture here. I'm also a professor of practice at the College of Communication where I teach a film class. I also attend a whole lot of Saturday football games right down the road. What I'm offering you is a chance to come to Austin with me, my family, my friends, my box and attend a university Holy one football game next season dude i don't know this golf at pebble beach with bill murray doesn't sound bad either allinchallenge.com <laughs> oh. is the website shaw check it out it's uh what's cool about it's a raffle right gene and you don't have to donate a bazillion dollars in order to win these things you, you only have to don't you, there's a few of them though that are only for right, rich people there's right, the, right. the 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 golf and daytona ride along with uh, Denny, that the opening bid's 100 grand. But for the most part, yeah, you're right. They're just the 10 bucks. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Working out at home, Shaw. You doing any uh, exercising yeah, in some, the house? Some stretching. Some stretching. Gene, you doing your yoga? Uh, that's I, a no. Nope. That's, a, that's a negative. <laughs> I want you want to say yes. I uh, want to say yes. I we were well up until the cold weather the last couple of days. We were we were hiking often. We don't hike, but we go for a lot of walks with the dogs. Yep. Uh, I I am trying. I want to get on the bicycle and go for rides, but I'm also. I don't want to be around people, Sean. There's just when the weather's nice, everybody's yeah, out. Yeah. It's like how the hell do I get away from these people? Here are some tips for getting in shape during your uh, lockdown, your home quarantine, Shaw. Get Chipotle delivered. Plenty of, <laughs> plenty of cardio sprinting to the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, you run to the bathroom. Get that E. coli, right, Shaw? Yeah. Top tips for getting in shape during the home quarantine. You can uh, divorce your spouse. Boom, you just dropped a whole bunch of weight right there. Mm. Dead weight. Mm. Right, Shaw? Yep. Maybe not in your case. I mean, you guys are just little itty-bitty people. Notice how you uh, just wrapped that pancake around a stick of butter and dipped it in syrup. Maybe we <laughs> stop. I will say when I read that line this morning, I said, that sounds delightful. Mm. A stick of butter with a pancake wrapped around it dipped in, in, in maple syrup. I'm all about that. Some tips for getting in shape during the home quarantine, Shaw. Uh, board up your window so you don't have to hear your neighbors sing together. <laughs> That's supposed to be an uplifting thing. Ugh, man, if my neighborhood starts doing some wacky ass stuff like that, I'm going to have a problem. You know me, dude. I don't get into that stuff. If, like, somebody sends us a, a message in his, or something in our mailbox, like, hey, we're going to sing tonight. No, we ain't. Mm-mm. Guess who's going to go outside and blare some Slayer tonight? Uh, tips for getting in shape at home during the quarantine shot. Remember, the less you eat, the longer your toilet paper will last. Mm, okay. Keep that in mind. This is a connection. Uh, some tips for getting in shape during the home quarantine. Do some jumping jacks. Or better yet, some shots of Jack. <laughs> a little different, but... Save that for Friday nights. Uh, take daily walks to the mailbox waiting for your stimulus check. Mm-hmm. 
Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. forth. Uh, A couple more things you can do to stay in shape during the home quarantine, Shaw. Let the batteries in the remote run out. <laughs> they have to get up and change the channel manually. And then good luck trying to figure out how to do that on right. new angle TVs. Exactly. Where is the stupid button? <clears throat> is it on the side or underneath? Is it in the back? How do I change the channel? Mm-hmm. Uh, limit yourself to no more than 12 meals a day. <laughs> that one's tough. Oh, am I snacking? I'm snacking. I'm snacking. I, snacking. I think of it in more of an snacking. hourly terminology <laughs> with meals. I'm like, did I eat last hour? Okay, then I'm good. If I'm I good. Get, you know, every other hour, I'm good. Mm. Last but not least, Shaw, tips for getting in shape during the home quarantine. Maintain six feet of distance from your refrigerator. <laughs> That'll do it. Stay away from that fridge. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. One thing you can do right now, Shaw, a lot of us are spending a ton of time online, obviously. And why not put that time online to good use by learning new skills, things you can do for free online, skills you can learn. Okay. We've heard about people getting injured by cooking. Why don't you learn how to cook? Go online. There's a ton of free uh, websites out there or free uh, information about cooking. Most notably, the BBC. They've got a huge section of their website, uh, which helps you learn how to cook. Just even just basic stuff, right? Mac and cheese all the way up to something like, uh, you know, chicken cordon bleu. Right. Um, New York Times has a a bunch of free recipes. So does a website called thekitchen.com. And it's spelled the, T-H-E, K-I-T-C-H-N. There's no second Ah. E there. Dot com. Uh, learn an instrument, right? Pick up the guitar. Pick up the drums. Mm-hmm, I mean, you mm-hmm, don't have necessarily... Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, with a guitar, you probably have to have one. But with drums, you could probably just grab a couple of things and start banging on stuff. You I know? know I know. you can order uh, at SSE Music uh, over the phone or on their website, and then just they'll have it, and you can pick it up. Well, check this out. Fender has free guitar, ukulele, and bass classes for the next three months. Oh, cool. At first, they were offering it to just the first 100,000 subscribers. Then they expended it to the uh, first 1 million people who cool. sign up. You can go to Fender.com slash playthrough to learn how to play the guitar, the ukulele, bass. Those are free for the next three months at Fender.com. Languages, right? Now would be a good time, especially if you're planning on going on a trip at some point in your See. life, Shaw. Maybe if you're going down to Mexico, yeah. you're going to Spain, you're going to France, maybe you're going to Italy, wherever. Maybe not tomorrow, but maybe someday. So why not go online? Rosetta Stone is offering free months, three months free of online classes for students, or if you have kids, by the way. Uh, you can take advantage of that. Rosetta Stone Online hmm. offering three months of free online classes. What about coding? What do you know about HTML code, Shaw? Not much. If, you want, if you've always wanted to learn how to make websites and how to do that kind of stuff and be a hacker, you know, I don't think they teach you how to hack. <laughs> Probably but, not. Uh, you can go to freecodecamp.org, freecodecamp.org, and they'll tell you uh, some basics on how to code, right? How to ma- change the color of, of the script that you've got on a web page, stuff like that. HTML code, people who uh, understand that will grasp that concept also check this out something else you can do for free online if you've always wanted a a bit of the higher education but can't afford to go to harvard or yale or any of those ivy league schools uh classcentral.com classcentral.com has a list of 450 online classes you can take everything from nursing to quantum mechanics Hmm. including stuff from some of the ivy league schools classcentral.com shaw so there you go five new skills you can learn online for free right now. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. Gene, you got your check, right? You got your money? 
We did. We uh, had to enter some information on the IRS website, and I checked again yesterday, but it hasn't come in yet, and that's fine. We're okay for now. But, uh, Shaw, you get your money yet? Uh, no, we have not yet. Not yet, but uh, My kids should, have. should be coming, right? I mean, if you're getting the direct mm-hmm. deposit. Here are some things you shouldn't do when you get that $1,200 stimulus check, yeah, Shaw. I haven't done anything with it yet. Yeah. Just sit there. Here are some things you should not do, okay. Shaw, with your stimulus check. Give it to your wife and kids. They'll just spend it on nonsense like food and water. Mm. I mean, come on. Yeah, there you go. Are we going to have any fun with just food and water? Amen. I mean, seriously. Top things you should not do with your stimulus check, Shaw. Bet on Dr. Anthony Fauci having a job much longer. <laughs> a little tenuous at times. There. A little tenuous at times. Yeah, a little tenuous. Top things you should not do with your stimulus check here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Purchase anything Tiger-related. <laughs> not going to last, Shaw. Right. It's a phase. Don't purchase any of them Tiger-related stuff, Shaw. You seen a Tiger yet? Did you have a beer? A Tiger beer? Uh, well, oh, well Ma- Marty Winchester uh, shared an image of a Tiger uh, King beer on my it. Facebook got page. Got it, got it, got it. So, but might go down well with an episode or two of Tiger King, Shaw. Yeah, perhaps for some it would. Don't buy a tiger, for instance, Shaw. Yeah, they're like two thousand bucks according to the uh, show. They're like you can get a you can get a tiger for a couple grand, Shaw. Yeah. Did you know that? I could use my stimulus money. That's yeah. exactly it. That maybe add that to the list. Top things you should not buy with your stimulus money. Order twenty bucks worth of pizza and leave an eleven hundred and eighty dollar <laughs> tip. I don't know, unless you got plenty of money. And then that would be a great gesture. Be certainly a really great. Or just spend the money, at, you know, like divvy it up between a bunch of businesses and, and help them mm-hmm. all out. Uh, buy that build-your-own ventilator kit you found online. Maybe, maybe don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, Shaw. Wait for the real one. Uh, hire Carrot Top to perform at your Zoom birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> Top things you shouldn't do with your $1,200 stimulus check. Wipe your butt with it just because Trump's signature's on it. Oh, boy. Will he steal your present? All right, whatever, man. Everybody needs the money. Just Can we just stop being assholes to each other? No. Uh, top things you shouldn't do with your stimulus check here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Plan a vacation to Wuhan. What <laughs> <laughs> a good spot right Anywhere now. right yeah. now. It's like, uh, am I going to be able to travel out west in June? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I'm, I was planning on, we were planning on going out east I to know visit you were. my mom and go to a Red Sox game and do all and uh, that ain't happening this year. That's for mm-hmm. damn sure. Uh, top things you should not do with your stimulus check, Shaw. A couple more. Purchase Kellyanne Conway's DVD box set of The Magnificent oh, no. 1 through 6. <laughs> this is number 19, not right. number 1. They should have figured it yeah, out by right. now, Shaw. They should have figured it out. Uh, uh, go to the gas station and fill all your Tupperware with regular unleaded while it's still cheap. Dude, with 55-gallon drum milk. Thinking container. about that. Yeah. Well, thinking right about before that. the coronavirus hit, we had that story of the guy in Milwaukee, I think, or Waukesha, who had... A van, and he had a bunch of 55-gallon drums. If he had only waited, Shaw. That's right. I mean, back then, it was still in the $3 range. I mean, he could have saved a ton Mm -hmm. of money. I will say, I have thought about it. I'm not going to do it, but I have thought about it. And last but not least, uh, Shaw, things you shouldn't do with your stimulus check here on the morning sickness. Hookers and blow. Show some restraint. Limit yourself to just hookers or blow. There you go. One or the other, Shaw. There you go. Some things you shouldn't do with your stimulus check. Yeah, probably not. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.